Welcome to a supplemental edition to the second episode of Sportsish. This is your host, Chad Shanks, and if you haven't yet listened to the full episode, find episode two, Bobblehead Giveaways Are a Logistical Nightmare, and get the whole story first. But if you've already listened to it and want to hear my full interviews with the subjects from that episode, then you are in the right place. This is my full interview with Jay Deutsch, the co-founder and CEO of Bensusen Deutsch & Associates, or BDA, the largest manufacturer of bobbleheads in the world. Jay gives an incredibly detailed account of what goes into manufacturing the statues and reflects on his successes and is honest about the struggles they faced in a process that has a lot of moving parts and requires an insane amount of attention to detail. I came away from our conversation with a renewed appreciation for what it takes for those on the vendor side to help teams pull off a giveaway, and I'm sure you will as well. So without further ado, here's my full interview with Jay Deutsch. Well, tell me a little bit, um, Jay, you know, what inspired you to get into this business of the, the promotions manufacturing business? Well, first of all, it's, it's probably the coolest thing about uh, my company is, is just, you know, the heritage that we have. And I'm very fortunate to be able to tell the story. You know, my business partner and I started our company. Now I'm going to date myself, but 34 and a half years ago, uh, I was 16. He was 19. We had been best friends our entire lives. And, uh, we called the NFL. I called the NFL up and, and we actually got a license to do an NFL product for the Seattle Seahawks back in 1984. So today, I don't know there's too many high school seniors getting an NFL license to do a, a consumer product, but, uh, uh, that's, that's our start. And here I am with the same business partner, 34 plus years later, still having fun at what we do. And, and it's been definitely an odyssey and a journey and, and, and a lot of fun along the way getting here. Wait, so you just called the NFL office and say, Hey, I want to make, uh, wh what was the item that you wanted to make for the Seahawks? Well, it's a long story. The short version is, is that, uh, we, you know, we were two entrepreneurs and, and two kids and we love the Seahawks. And we said, there's a lot of uh, Seahawk fans coming down from Alaska. And so we uh, said, boy, instead of saying Seattle Seahawks, let's say Alaska T Seahawks. And they said, we don't like that, but if you come up with something along the lines, we love the concept. And so we ended up coming up with uh, something called the Alaska's team sweatshirt is what we did. And we put a Seahawks helmet on it and, uh, Sold a lot of them up in the Alaska area, and the rest is history. That's how a company was born. A good wow, idea, yeah. and, and we just went for it. <laughs> how? How? What are the odds of something like that happening now? If, if just two kids called yeah. up the NFL and said, "Hey, we want to make, we want to slightly change a team's name and sell sweatshirts <laughs> with their logo," how well do you think that would go over? Ah. Uh... Would they get past the whoever answers the the main phone line for the NFL? Probably not. And even if they knew maybe the highest person at the NFL, it still would be a struggle to get through. But you know, the business today of you know the of brand of of team and branded merchandise in sports is just much different than it was in 1984. And you know, the sophistication, the big business, and 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 that it, what it is, what's developed into today. But, you know, I, I think that's, 
you know, part of the fun of, of what I do is that while there's still a, you know, a big business element to it in the promotional world, we can still get very entrepreneurial and very creative and make a lot of things happen. So it may not happen, you know, trying to go over right tackle uh, to call up the NFL and get a license. But, you know, I, I think that there's always room for, for doing cool and innovative products. And that's what drives me and my business today. So, so what was the next step after the success with this Seahawks sweatshirt? I mean, what were the, the next few, you know, popular promotional items you did in the, the early days of the company? Yeah, we, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of really cool steps along the way. We actually then in 1985 did a promotion called Celtic Busters. Uh, we called up the Lakers and we, we created a song that mimicked, uh, Raider, uh, Ra uh, the uh, Ghostbusters theme and, and we did a parody on the song. We, we created Celtic Busters and in 1985, we, we were fortunate enough to, to get a license from the NBA to do Celtic Buster shirts and, the Lakers won the series and we sold a lot of shirts and a company was, was now funded and, and we were able to, to really go after it. Now, the next year we called the Lakers up, said, Hey, do you want to do it again? They said, uh, you know, we're not sure, but you know, can you do 20,000 kazoos and 20,000 pom poms? And, and I remember being on the call going, wait, you're going to buy 20,000 of something at one time, you know, cause we're selling you know, shirts and, and sweatshirts at, you know, 500 a piece to retailers or, you know, one off to customers. And we said, Oh my God, they're going to buy 20,000 of something. So that was kind of where the first part of, well, okay, there's this promotions business that uh, entails giving away merchandise. And, um, you know, that's when we started really diving into that side of it of, okay, well, wait a second. These teams are, are looking to do promotions as well as, and and do in stadium promotions as well as doing something outside and and selling it to the general public. So it was it it really was kind of a genesis of of ideas that 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 kickstarted BDA and and really over our thirty four years, predominantly almost all of our growth has become has come organically. So it's it's still you know you, it's still real to our business today. You know. Um... Well, I know we're going to talk a lot about um, bobbleheads, which are the, you know, the the big ticket items now. But before those things really took over, um, I mean, what were the most popular things you guys were creating as far as for team promotional giveaways? Like, What was the big thing in the uh, the pre bobblehead resurgence? Well, as you're hearing, you know, our our our, you know, company was was started in sports and actually our the name of our company was sports marketing incorporated uh that and SMI is what we went by and that that's how we started the company and you know today our roots are still grounded in sports we're the largest uh promotional agency in the sports world servicing the teams the 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 leagues as well as the the sponsors but what you know kind of a a genesis of of how we've developed over time was not only were we we doing sports, but sports is is a tough business to break into, and um and it, it was back then and it is today. And so, uh, we, I remember Eric's dad, Mister Ben Susan, saying, "Hey, you guys haven't written an order in a while. Uh, why don't you go over and and you know you're doing sweatshirts and t-shirts, 
you know, you've got, you've got a Boeing store. There's a, you know, the, the airplane maker Boeing is out of Seattle and he worked for Boeing and said, there's a, there's, you know, a Boeing store that sells these. And of course, you know, like two teenagers, we said, yeah, thank you, Mr. Ben Susan. What do you know? Well, two weeks goes by, we haven't made another sale. And we're like, maybe we should check out that Boeing store. So, um, we ended up, Eric ended up closing a, a, a sale in, inside the Boeing store. And then Boeing still today is a customer of ours. And so, you know, we're, we've developed our business into a merchandise agency. And we look at branded merchandise as a very powerful form of advertising. But it also is a, you know, tremendous sales tool in which, um, you know, brands around the globe are able to, uh, you know, drive business with gift, with purchase programs or, or sales promotions as well as, as giveaways. And, um, so we take this business very seriously. So when people think, oh, it's a promotional giveaway night or, or, you know, it's just a, a, we get, we hear the words tchotchke and swag and, um, we kind of cringe on those words because, you know, every campaign that we do, we're dealing with com- corporations most important asset and that's their brand. And so we try to do, you know, fantastic product every single time out of the gate. And I think that's whether we're doing a sports promotion or we're dealing with some of the largest brands in the world, which are our customers from we're very proud of Home Depot or, or Federal Express and, and AT&T. And, and so we're very lucky with, with, with some of the brands that we, we have today. Um, you know, that's what we do. We, we, we turn their brand into, in, into life and, and make their, their, their logo into a three-dimensional piece of advertising. So it's, it's the same with sports promotions as it is corporate and uh, those two worlds blend. So that's maybe a little bit about what we do and, and how we do it and how we look at the world. Yeah. And are, is, are the, is the sports aspect still the take up the biggest percentage of your company or is, or um, is it now even with corporate and, or, you know, other things I'm not thinking of? You know, our corporate side is, is our largest side. And we also have a, a direct to consumer licensing program where we uh, are the number one peripheral uh, for video game accessories. So, you know, we, you know, you go into Walmart or, or into a GameStop and you, you'll see our label under Power A for video game controllers and other, other cool accessories in the video game space. So, you know, we, we've diversified BDA, you know, having, we've got almost 800 people around the globe and 70 different offices and, um, we've, you know, really grown our business, but, the sports side to me is, you know, it's near and dear to my heart. It's where I started the business. It's, it's definitely maybe the most sexiest piece of our, of our uh, company, but, um, you know, I enjoy it tremendously. And, and it's, um, so while it may not be the biggest piece, it certainly is to me one of the most important aspects. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's, um, tell me a little bit about what was the, the first, bobblehead that you guys produced that was used as a as a giveaway do you remember or if you not maybe if you don't remember the exact one or you know something in the early days yeah i certainly remember the first one it was actually and you know it's so funny because every every bobble that we do is you know a you know a a popular player an up-and-coming player or we get to do a lot of retro things and so when you say, oh, what was the first one? Was it probably it was this little teeny one or didn't have anybody on it? 
it was for the Baltimore Orioles and Cal Ripken Jr. So it was, it so was something started at the top. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and now you look back and you go, yeah, we did it. But you know, back then, you know, doing a bobblehead, it was not easy to do. And, and still there, look, a bobblehead is a very difficult product to make. And then, and it's very personal and you have to sculpt it. You know, there's a lot of, of the, it's handmade and hand painted. So, um, you know, the first one that we did, I remember we didn't really know how to do them and we had to go f- learn the process and, and find a way to do it. And, uh, um, so, you know, over time now we maybe take for granted that we have become such experts at it, but, you know, in the very beginning, it, it was not an easy project. So I, I remember it very well. Yeah. Well, what was the most difficult part at the beginning? Just that, I mean, no one just had the molds laying around that everything was done from scratch or, um, you know, what, what was the, the hardest part of, you know, making bobbleheads when, you know, you didn't have that, that string of successes to look back on? Yeah, that's a good question, Chad. You know, uh, in, you know, in, in the world of bobbleheads, maybe let's start there. Everyone says that there are times when people call me the king of bobbleheads and, um, I kind of like that title. It's kind of fun, but they would say you originated it. And I would say, no, the bobbleheads have been around for, you know, decades. And in the fifties and sixties, you had kind of the, you know, the big beefy boy bodies and the, and the funny heads. And, um, you know, it, it was a much different product back in the fifties and sixties. Uh, and it could have been actually a lot of more generic. So there were generic players with, you know, the, the team, uh, logos and, and jerseys. So when you think about a bobblehead, it, it is, there's no mold. It is a truly a one-off project. So, you know, every single one that we do is custom made. And when you, so when you go back to that first one with Cal Ripken, um, you know, it's not like he said, okay, well, let's, you know, let's piggyback on molds that were done before and all that. So we were starting from scratch and, you know, you've got to, you know, you got to hand mold the, 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 the dye and then have the, the poly resin come out and then you got to shave it down, paint it and put it together. Uh, it's, it's not easy. These are not easy projects. And that's one thing that I think that, uh, you know, I think is so great about our bobbleheads is that my team here takes them very seriously. So it's a one-off piece of art and each client wants theirs to be perfect and beautiful. And I think that's probably what's kind of kept the bobblehead mystique going for so long. There's a few things, but um, you know, is the fact that we keep putting out awesome product. So somebody gets this in their hand and they go, Oh my God, look at this. This is so cool. And even if you're not a sports fan, you kind of go, wow, this is kind of neat. And so now, you know, from having, you know, uh, we, we put hair on them. We've had catcher's masks on them. We, the accessories are different. We're always trying to raise the bar. And I think that's the biggest thing about this is, you know, you go back to the old bobblehead. It was just kind of a, okay, it's a generic thing. And, you know, okay, if you like the team, you put that up there. Now these are one-off collector's pieces that if you go to the stadium and there's only 15,000 handed out, there's only 15,000 created. And what, if you were there, you got them. If you weren't, 
There's no more distribution that happens. So you get a collectible aspect along with the quality aspect. And I think that's what's really driven it. And we understand it and we don't take it for granted. We actually take it very personally and seriously. Yeah, I think I'm jump you uh bring up some good points. I'm jumping ahead in my question list a little bit, but is what I mean, what is it about the bobblehead in particular that people find so popular? Is it the uniqueness, the scarcity, the the detail, the sentimental, I mean, the combination all of the above? Like in your experience, what have what have you heard from from people as to why they love your bobbleheads so much? Well, I think the first thing, you know, whenever somebody says, you know, you do promotional merchandise, you ultimately, I think a lot of people would say there's a difference between that and retail. And I think the first thing that we think about here is there is no difference. The only difference when you say promotional is that it's the form of distribution. So if you took a retail bobblehead and compared it to our promotional bobblehead, most of the time people go, I, I prefer this promotional one. You can't tell a difference. So, you know, when you say it that way and then you, you see a bobblehead on the shelf for 20 to 30 bucks that, that is out there on a retail level, when you go to a game and you get one for free, you immediately have a value to it. And the fact now that it's a collectible and the fact now that it's a limited run, then you throw on the fact that it's done really well and cool and it's of their favorite player. Now you know why people, you know, love a bobblehead. It is, it kind of, you know, has a combination of factors from high quality and coolness to favorite player to a lot of them could have a nostalgic moment or, or mark a moment in time. And I think that this is what makes it so neat and, Again, it's a collectible item where you, if you're there on that day, you get the bobblehead. And if you're not, it's now you got to go onto a secondary market to try to get it. And uh, I think that adds to the, to the, to the value of the overall promotional night. Yeah. You definitely don't get the same mystique with a, uh, like schedule magnet or, you know, something like that. <laughs> right. Unless you guys may be doing some incredible schedule magnets. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> I haven't I, seen that yet. We do a great schedule magnet, but it's just not as collectible as a bobble. And I think, but again, I think that's the part of the coolness factor of the bobbleheads. And I, you know, I always, we like to, to tell teams to, to, to make it a set because then, you know, if you have a set of three or four and they combine with each other, you know, now a collector has to think about getting the whole set and not just oh, yeah. a single one. So, you know, again, we, we've done some really neat things with, 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 with a lot of the, the teams and, and we're very fortunate that the teams have, have been willing to try and, and learn, you know, how, the, how they can in, increase the value. But, you know, I think the, the biggest thing is, you know, if the fans didn't like it or they didn't see value, Teams are quick to say, let's not do it. And I think what you see is, is that there's a tremendous amount of value. The other thing too is that what's fun is we've taken it into the corporate world now. So we'll do bobbleheads of CEOs or, or entertainers or, or people on, um, on TV. And then what's, what's fun now is that we're combining genres. So you've got like, uh, we brought Game of Thrones into sports. And so to see, Major League Baseball players combining with the, you know, sitting on a Game of Thrones throne 
uh, is just putting two genres together that, you know, maybe, you know, you would never see that combination. Another one that, that has been very, very, very popular is, uh, us bringing Marvel into the sports world as well. So, you know, to, to do the, the Noah Syndergaard, to do the Noah Syndergaard Thor bobblehead, uh, has been just, you know, such a wildly successful promotion. And I think that, you know, when people look at that and say, oh my God, this is, you know, Thor's my favorite character, may not have been a baseball fan, but now that the two are together, um, getting that fan to go to the ballpark to get that, that bobblehead on that specific night really adds another element to the, the power of the bobblehead. Yeah. How does that work? Um, from the licensing side to if MLB, do, do they work out the deal with Disney for like the Marvel and, um, you know, star Wars licenses and stuff, or does your, do, do you guys have to go get those licenses as well before you can even make them? Yeah, that, that is really a BDA specialty. I mean, we, we understand licensing. We understand the entertainment world as well as the sports world. And so, you know, there's a lot of, of, of lines to cross there. It's, it, it sounds, it looks easy when it's, when they're together, but you know, a lot of approvals, you've got some very, very, you know, powerful brands that are being put together. So everyone wants to make sure that it's done right. And, and that's what I think our, our, my team here does a fabulous job of making it look authentic and, and really doing some really good work. Um, but we, we end up going to the, to the brands and, and showing them the opportunity. And, um, you know, we're very excited that we get some people to do some things that they normally wouldn't do, get out of their comfort zone. And I think it's been very successful for everybody. So, so that's a BDA you guys, specialty. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, no, no so do you, do you guys, so for the Thor bobblehead, for example, do you have to, you know, the Mets come with you, the idea or however it happened. And then you guys work on it. And once you have a prototype, do you have to get both the Mets and then Disney to both sign off on it before you can like push it to major production? Yeah. You know, it, it so we went, we went to Marvel and said, you know, with our, with our partner, with our licensing partner and said, we think there's an opportunity to do a lot in sports and really take it to the next level. And with our relationships with all of the teams, um, we then said, here's how we could combine Marvel and MLB promotions. And now it's gone into NBA and NHL. And, and we're talking with uh, minor league teams. We've really done a lot with their licensing partner on the Marvel side. But we then go in and, and, and find out what the opportunities are. Now, with the Mets, you, you get some magic too. So Noah Syndergaard is a, a real, true, authentic Thor fan and Marvel fan. And again, remember, you know, players are, 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 are fans too and have their own personal interests. So that's what made that such a, an incredibly authentic piece is that he is truly a fan of Marvel. And, um, so that's when it came to life that, you know, he would actually be having Thor and the Thor hammer around him. And, you know, again, the properties themselves, a Marvel, 
and they should be. They're very protective of their brand and they want to make sure that it's done right and and things are have to be perfect for them, just like for the Mets with Noah and 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 their and their logo. So you've got three you've got three very strong personalities and brands that want to make sure this is done right. And so that's when the creatives in my company start, you know, geeking out, saying, here's what we could do and here's how we could do it. And uh, all of a sudden, a bobblehead appears and it, it looks magical. And I think, you know, again, it sounds, you know, it maybe looks easy when it's in the box, but there's a lot of behind the scenes making sure that everybody's okay and, and they have their approval processes involved too. So um, I don't make, uh, you know, again, I, I want to give credit to my people because they do a great job at making something that is not easy to get done. They make it easy. And, and I think that's what adds value for our customers. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what I'm most interested in is the complexities behind it. So I know I, I kind of jumped ahead a little bit, but if I could walk back just a little bit, um, what, what is that process once a team comes to comes to you with an idea or I'm not sure how the license, whether you like teams come to you directly or do you guys have deals with the leagues or, you know, exclusivity, anything like that? Um, you know, just what is that process of once a team comes to you and say, Hey, we want this bobblehead to be made. And then all the work that you guys do in between that time and the time they're given out at a, at a stadium, like from from your perspective, your company, what, I know this is a very loaded question, but you know yeah, what a, all do you, yeah, do you it, guys do? Yeah, it's a big one, but I'll try to try to streamline it for you. And again, I, I I'm very lucky. I've got a fabulous group of folks here that that work their tail off, and um, we you know we take we don't take for granted and rest on our laurels on anything. And um, we're very fortunate to have the partnerships we have. So we have an exclusive arrangement with Major League Baseball being their merchandise partner for premium merchandise, anything out of stadium, we we handle for the league. Um, we have similar type of deals with the NFL and NBA and and work with the PGA Tour and the USOC and uh, the NCAA. So we, we, we really are um, spanning uh, the, the sports uh, industry with – you know, our breadth and depth and that, and that's at the league's level. And then we also are dealing with almost every single team with all professional sports and a lot of the collegiate as well. So this is when you go to a stadium and you see bobblehead night or cap day or t-shirt day and, um, or you bounce out of stadium and you see a, a glass promotion at the, at the local gas stations or, um, you know, a, a, a blanket giveaway with an insurance company. There's, we, we are that ingrained in what is happening out in the sports world with promotional merchandise, not a Jersey for sale, not for retail, but strictly on the, on the promotional merchandise and the co-branded merchandise. And what that does is, is it, 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 you know, really has had my company grow in not only the, the sales channels, but then also in the production capacity. And I think the big thing that is, is so important is to make sure that the quality of product is at the, at the forefront. Um, again, we just don't think of promotional as cheap. 
you think of promotional as just a different distribution channel. And so, um, you know, we, we are very, very ingrained on how production works. So we've got our offices out in the Far East that are sitting in factories today. Matter of fact, I just got back from uh, visiting um, uh, our offices, some of our offices in China, and actually walking factories with them. And our people are on the line. They're making sure that, you know, the, the quality is there. They're making sure that the factories are are great factories. We're making sure that the, the products are safe and, and um, using the right materials. And that's just as important, too, because we have to protect our the brands that we work with. So when it comes to production of a bobblehead, um, it, it, is, it is a process. And it takes a good... 120 plus days, if not more, from the start of a bobblehead to, you know, delivery. And um, that's because, like I said, everything is custom. It's not like you're buying a t-shirt and putting a silk screen on it. This is, you're creating something from scratch, totally one-off. So when, when a team says, hey, BDA, we want to do a bobblehead again this year, most of them are saying, Go create something for me. Make it look different. You know what we did last year. You know what we did the year before. Now, we want to do five more this year. And here are the players we're thinking about, but what can you come up with? And so, you know, they, they task us with coming up with some creative. They, a lot of, a lot of teams have some super creative folks as well. So it's, it's a collaborative process, but then that's what starts the ball rolling. And so we, we will sit down and, and, work with images and poses and shots of, of, you know, uh, game footage to create the most authentic looking bobblehead and of that player's face, as well as the image and, and the portrait that they're in. And so that's when the creative teams get together and say, I'm going to create something that's never been done before. And so um, the, the, the process starts there. Then you get into sampling that could take two or three different rounds of sampling. This is everything from colors to painting to, you know, the way their face looks or how big they are, muscular or, or the different types of things we're doing with, with the applications. And, um, and then you go into full production and, uh, you know, again, producing anywhere from 5,000 to 50,000 bobbleheads of a, of a player and, and putting them into packaging and, making sure the packaging looks great. It takes time. It takes time. Uh, and then you got to deliver it on time. So there's a lot that goes into these processes that, you know, if your listeners are are getting a bobble and maybe they'll have a, a deeper appreciation for how much time, effort, energy, and attention to detail goes into it, not only from us, but from the team and the player themselves. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the attention to detail, do you guys have um, for the first mold, like when you're work, working with the the team and saying, all right, here's what his face is going to look like, all that kind of stuff. Or do you have like sculptors on staff who are doing that by hand or is it is it designed and then 3D printed? Um, how, how is it the, the initial mold, uh, the prototype made in the first place? Yeah, good question. You know, the, it, it is not a 3D mold. You know, you, you can do some 3D molds, but you can't mass produce 3D molds. Um, and again, you know, these are made coming out of 
of molds and are, are really pieces that are kind of put together. It doesn't come out like a plastic injection molded piece. So um, you, you've really got to look at everything in, in, in totality. So yes, there are, we have BDA sculptors on staff that, you know, that first one is kind of made out of clay. And then you, once you have the, the clay mold, you can start doing the, creating the injection molds. And, you know, you're talking about somebody with an exacto knife kind of carving out the, the shape of somebody's face and rounding it out and getting a high cheekbone or a low cheekbone or a little larger nose or a little more profound, a profound chin. And it really gets down to that level. And so, um, you know, you go from a, a, a pictures to a sketch to an actual you know, you get down to a, a sculpted piece and then you start perfecting the, the actual individual pieces of a bobblehead. And, um, it's, it's pretty entailed. It really is a, a good sample process takes a good 30 plus days. And for the ones that are more, the bobbleheads that are more complex than just, you know, like a body with a bat or a basketball or something like that. Um, are you also having to mold out those as well? Like some of those, the Game of Thrones one where I've seen, I don't know if you guys did this, forgive me if you didn't, but the ones where um, I've seen players like riding dragons and stuff like that. Um, like for, for those, yeah, for the really complex ones, are you having to sculpt out an entire initial mold for, for those as well? Absolutely. Like apart from just the head? Absolutely. Again, the, the mold is, is, the, the, is the entire bobblehead. So it's not just the face, it's the entire piece. And, you know, a lot of almost all of the components are then painted by hand. So you have to take into account not only making the mold, but how it's going to be painted, how it's going to look. So I love that you're you're seeing the Game of Thrones. We are, you know, the exclusive partner for HBO on on the Game of Thrones uh, bobbleheads being brought into into sports and. Um, they are very particular, like Marvel, like Star, like Lucas with Star Wars. I mean, this is their properties. They need it to be as authentic as they can make it. And so those dragons are doing the throne. You can see it's it's not easy to do. And um, I'm glad you you see the the level of detail that goes into it because uh, we're representing, you know the Game of Thrones property as well as, as the players in Major League Baseball. And so uh, that's the that's kind of the, the fun and challenging part of making these is that, you know, if you're not exacting with the standards, that's when you could, and, and, you, and you kind of slough off on it, you would put out a poor product. And that's what I think has lasted the test of time is the BDA bobble is known as one of the best bobbles ever. And I think that's what we our our people strive for when they're making the product every day. Yeah, and when you said so the 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 each individual piece that goes into the bobblehead, they're kind of once they're sent over for manufacturing, do they they make the little pieces separately and then then hand paint them and assemble it all together, or is it the odd is it the opposite way? Um, what's what's that process like? Nope you you hit it right on the head. I mean, you know, it depends on because you know, you're mass producing anywhere from five to fifty thousand at a time. Let's just say, and you know, they have to look. You know, our factories have to look at what's the best way to do that. But every piece is is made comes out of a mold, 
every, you know, if you can get the body and the legs all in one, sometimes there's, you, you need to put the hand, the arms need to be different depending upon the poses and, and things of that nature. And, um, we're doing, you know, bobbles that are, are, uh, you know, having people diving. We have people going up against a wall and, and so you've got, we've got product engineers actually looking at how to manufacture it in the most effective fashion. Um, you know, putting that, 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 that manufacturing puzzle together. So yeah, it's very detailed process from the sculpting to then, you know, it's one thing to make it, then, you, you know, make a great sculpt. Then you've got to put it into, into manufacturing and the, and we find a way to, to mass produce that. Then they're all hand painted and assembled, put into packaging and, and, uh, put on a ship to, to come to the States. Yeah. That was one thing, even with my background in sports and in the marketing department, I knew a lot about how, you know, how the bobblehead sausage was made, but I didn't know until this podcast interviewing other people, I didn't know they were hand painted. I just figured it was, you know, run through a machine. I had, I had no idea that that much, uh, that much care and detail went into each one of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible. I, I honestly, I tell you, it, you know, the level of detail and, and that's a, that's a big aspect of, you know, not only do you have to have a designer designing a great product, but you also have to have somebody who cares about the work they're doing, producing it. So it is, they're all hand painted and, and um, I'm very, like I said, I, I think our, our people do just a terrific job and and take pride in what they do. Has, has there been one particular bobblehead or maybe a couple that you remember that have been maybe the most difficult and rewarding to get produced? Like an idea that came to you and you're like, that's the craziest idea I've ever heard. And then you've actually been able to pull it off. <sighs> You know, there's so many, it's hard to do, you know, from the first ones, we started putting sound chips in, um, and, 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 you know, having announcers have their bobbleheads and, and announcing, you know, key moments. Um, you know, when you have a, you know, some of the toughest parts were, you know, somebody's swing was a bat that was way out there, like a Jim Tomei or a Ken Griffey Jr. And, you know, you can't mold the bat. So now you got to create a screw and kind of screw the bat in or fit the bat in uh, a certain way. So then now we're giving additional pieces that led on to catcher's masks and, and different um, accessories that we put inside the bobblehead. Uh, we've done, you know, putting hair on like with the Noah Syndergaard one and, um, and, and different bobbleheads like that. The coolest one we did last year was and it. Maybe I'm just being a hometown guy, but with the Seattle Mariners and, and our, one of our, you know, uh, hall of famers of Edgar Martinez. And there was a famous, um, commercial here that he said, Oh, a light bat. And they were talking about the, the weight, but he thought it was a light bat. And they did a commercial of a bat with the light in it, kind of like the, the, uh, you know, the, the old, uh, Christmas story thing. And so we just did a, a, a bobblehead that actually has a light in it and you turn the light on and it's a light bat. So our, like I said, our guys are so creative and, and, and it's a lot of fun and they're up for the challenge. And, uh, you know, <laughs> every one of our bobbleheads is a little blood, sweat and tears. So, but I, it, it's, it's fun to keep pushing the envelope. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have, 
apart from that Edgar Martinez one, has there been, what has been like your most, is there one that has been your most popular bobblehead by far? As far as media coverage or just fan reaction? Wow, that's a good, you know, I don't know that I've ever been asked that exact question that, you know, what is the, the number one bobblehead that we've ever done? I, you know, honestly, I don't know that there is one. I think, um, because every year we, we just have so many that become the collector's items and, and out there. And, you know, we get calls all the time, people trying to say, Hey, listen, can I buy some from here? Can I, and we just, they're not for sale. I mean, we, 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 we make them and we produce them for our, for our clients and then that's it. Um, you know, just, I, I think a lot of them when they're, when it's a player who's retiring or, um, a hall of fame one, I mean, there, there seems to be a little bit more, you know, frenzy around the ones that, you know, it was their favorite player and they're coming to pay homage. And I think that's, that's kind of the, the, the cool part about this is, you know, you're almost immortalized when you get your, when you get your own bobblehead and it's, it's kind of fun. So we like to see when the players geek out. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Yeah, that's always fun. I haven't thought about it like being a form of immortalizing a player. That's pretty. That's a pretty cool way to think of it because it is. It's a little statue of them. They're getting their own little statue mates. So that's pretty cool. It is, and um, you know they and and you know these players. You know some of them make a lot of money, and um and you know it's funny to watch them go. Oh my god, can I get a can I get a couple extras? And oh my god, I can get a whole box for my family. Now I need three boxes. So the stories we've heard from teams about oh, yeah. you know athletes are they geek out and and it's really kind of fun and then you know now um i think there's players you know some players may not care about it some players are like yeah i, want, I would love to have a bobblehead and um we've you know we, we've done some pretty cool ones yeah well i asked you about the 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 one on the on the good side what about on the other end if you ever had any that didn't work out problems in production or whatever and you know if so how'd you guys you know, learn from it. Never. Every bobblehead goes <laughs> so perfectly and it's so easy and it's so smooth. I don't believe you at all. <laughs> well, I'm probably not being believable on that one. I, <laughs> uh, you know, if you see a picture of me, I've lost some hair and it's, it, you know, I would tell you every project has its own nuances. And, you know, when, when you're the largest bobblehead manufacturer in the country, um, you just, you know, there's just, you, you just have challenges and there's sometimes there's, uh, some, some, some real ones. But the one thing that we pride ourselves on is, you know, when we, when we say bobblehead night's going to happen, it happens. And so, um, I've had to, to rent cargo planes and fly, you know, 40,000 pieces in on my dime because, you know, there were delays that, that took place or, or production issues that, that, that happened that we had to make good on and had to fix. And, um, you know, when that happens, we stand by our product and we stand by our clients. And I think they know that's what they get when they, when they work with BDA. So it happens. And, you know, I think the process that we have and the systems that we have minimize those or we catch them early. But, um, you know, the, 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 the behind the scenes, uh, you know, making sure that we don't have a, a, uh, an issue with the, with the bobblehead. There's a lot of stories and, 
we, we, we keep them all in, you know, in house to make sure that, you know, what happens at the end is everyone gets a great bobble and they walk away happy. Yeah. Well, I know, um, we're getting short on time here. Um, kind of to wrap it up a little bit. What are some, sure. I mean, are there just misconceptions that you've heard as far as, you know, what people think your role is in helping with bobbleheads and, you know, specifically or just giveaways in general, like things that people just, just don't understand, you know, that your company has to do in order to make these things happen? You know, Chad, what I honestly, what I would tell you is that I think, my biggest misconception when somebody says the word promotional, unfortunately, there's a lot of promotional companies doing some cheap stuff. That's just not who BDA is. I mean, we, we really do take our medium of purchase of, of, of putting out promotional merchandise or co-branded merchandise. I mean, this has somebody's logo on it. And again, people's logos and brands are their number one asset. And, you know, you could watch a TV campaign and, and you could listen to the radio and you could flip a, a, a page in a newspaper or you, you've got a, a, an ad that comes up on your browser and you quickly get through it. If I do a great piece of merchandise, you don't want to turn it off. You can't turn it off. You can't turn it down. You can't turn the channel. You can't flip the page. And so we bring people's brands to life. And so what I do is I, I feel like I'm putting out really cool things that people love to get. And so, um, you know, whether you are uh, a sports fan and an avid fan and you, you want to collect a bobblehead, um, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, a, a value that you place on that. And you're like, Oh my God, I want to do this. And you'll buy a ticket to a game to go see, to get that, that uh, bobblehead. And whether it's a bobblehead or any other item that we do, our our merchandise is as, as good as retail and i think that's a you know something that your listeners should say wow i mean there's some, somebody's just not slapping a logo and trying to put out a piece of crap they're actually trying to put out something that's a great piece and we take pride in that and i think my company is is the best at it in in sports and in and with corporations and i think that's why people value working with us so much yeah, and it's definitely hard once you get a bobblehead of a guy riding a dragon to go back to you know <laughs> here's a here's a foam finger you know the, right. the bar has been the bar has been set so high and so that brings me to my last question sure. um, with Game of Thrones bobbleheads light up bobbleheads um, I saw I don't know if you guys were involved with this the San Jose Sharks did the one that was like the augmented reality. Um, bobblehead like it's it's just it's getting so crazy and so creative with everything people are doing so my question is have i mean have we reached peak bobblehead is <laughs> if you know is there if there is such a thing and um if so you know what do you do you see anything as the the next big promotional giveaway item you know down the road never bobbleheads will live forever uh, you know, I, I've been around the, the merchandise industry for 34 years. Uh, I did, we did our first major league baseball bobblehead 18 years ago. If you said, you know, Jay, there's, there's product fads and, and things that come and go and, and licenses that come and go. Absolutely. I would agree with you. 
Um, bobbleheads are here to stay. Uh, they, they just are. And, and I think what makes them so cool is that it's not just the Bob's big boy and you're done. You can create anything you want and need to with the right type of, of people and production. And so for me, um, I don't think the bobblehead has, has tapped out or reached out. I think, you know, there's different, um, opportunities to continue to innovate and create around a bobblehead. And I think the, the, the cool part of that is, is it just creates, it makes it a new product. It's not again, an old, uh, you know, you're going to put the same bobblehead on your shelf every year and they're going to just change the year on it. So, you know, again, I, 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 we've gotten creative. We've done, you know, now we've taken it to garden gnomes and, 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 and different types of, of genres within the polyresin world. And I, I got to tell you, stay tuned. I think there's the best of, the best of the bobblehead maybe hasn't been seen yet. Well, that's a great closing line right there. Um, is that's all I have, unless there's anything you, uh, you want to add that I, that I haven't asked about. No, I'm good. I mean, uh, you know, look at I thanks for the time and I'm glad you're, you know, shedding some light on it. I think, you know, the, the, the fans, you know, want to know uh, who's doing this and who, you know, are you really trying to make a cool product? And I can tell you what, the teams, the players, and even the, the brands that get affiliated with it, like a, a Marvel and a, and a Game of Thrones and a Star Wars and Everyone wants to make a great product. And I think that's what is, is so authentic about it for the fan is that they see it and they go, this is cool. And I think that's what, that's what fuels us. And so count on BDA to keep putting out great products. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you to Jay for talking with me. Find out more about BDA or get in touch with them at BDAinc.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Chad J. Shanks and be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss the next Sportsish episode. Well, that's all I have for now, and we will see you next time.